You just went into my stable. You know what's in my stable? Don't know that I want to be in your stable, but... You're in my stable, and you found one of my hobby horses. <laughs> I don't... That doesn't sound like a good place to be. Could restore it all. Welcome to BackupCentral.com's Restore It All podcast. This is your host, W. Curtis Preston, a.k.a. Mr. Backup, and I'm the chief technologist at Druva. My co-host has 15 years of technical experience in the storage industry, and we're lucky to have him as Druva's director of product architecture. I'm super excited to have him on the podcast, Prasanna Maliandi. Great to be here, Curtis. Happy to have you. Speaking of Druva, we should state the opinions you hear on the broadcast are our own. Let's get started. Today, we have a very special guest. He has been in IT for over 25 years. He's the enterprise architect at Connection Enterprise Solutions. He covers the entire middle part of the country. His Twitter handle is at MBLieb. His blog is virtually tied to my desktop.com. And I am super excited to have him. Welcome, Matt Lieb. Well, thank you, Curtis. And how are you, Prasanna? I'm good, Matt. How are you doing? Excellent. I'm very well, thanks. I am a little angry today. Do you guys know why I'm angry? I have a number of reasons why I would think you're angry. I'm talking about this article about Microsoft. Let me just give an overview for anybody who's listening and that doesn't know what we're talking about. There was an article that came out that it was discovered or Microsoft decided to reveal that April of last year, April of 2018, some person at Microsoft decided that the registry backup was taking up too much space in the average Windows configuration. The 50 to 100 megabytes that that took up each time was taking up too much space, and so they disabled it. And amazingly enough... I was going to say, that too much space is a total of somewhere between 50 and 100 megabytes, right? Yeah, I, I think it... I think the 50 to 100 megabytes is per backup, but even if it, you know, let's say we got 10 restore points, that's a gigabyte on, on hard drives that are measured in terabytes, I, you know, I, Correct. Or, or virtual hard drives that are measured in terabytes. I, I just can't, I don't understand. The thing is that not only did they disable it, they disabled it in a way that made it seem that they didn't disable it. Oh, well, sure. Security by obfuscation. Oh, right? it's just, I, I just, if you ran the backup, you would actually get a message that said the backup was successful, but it was zero byte. I really don't know how to respond to that are you sure that's not a bug no it is no it's a feature <laughs> it was a purposeful decision on the part of microsoft it was in the windows 10 the release 1308 which was released in april of 2018 they did this it was a purposeful decision to quote unquote save space on behalf of users i'm actually glad they did that though so I will admit really? I do not I have so I have an old Windows system, a mini system with like 30 gigs of disk space. And I turn off backups because I have like nothing else I can run. On the other hand, I don't care if I lose everything on it, I just reinstall so it's not a big deal for me. Well, you're not the average user on that machine then. Persona is definitely not average. <laughs> but I worry about like my parents who have like Windows laptops. I like go over there and I've been backing it up to an external hard drive all the time and I'm like is it actually recoverable? It's one thing for you, Persona, for example, 
to say, hey, I don't have enough disk space for the registry backup. And, and make the decision on your on your own behalf. But for Microsoft to unilaterally decide to not only disable this feature, but disable it in stealth. Where they didn't even announce this in April of last year. It's coming out now. I'm still not sure if it came out because somebody figured it out or if it came out because apparently as I roll my eyes, there was some thing from Microsoft recently how they wanted to be more transparent about things. I don't know which one of those, but either way, for over a year, Windows 10 users have had zero registry backup if they're relying 100% on the built-in functionality. You know, your first rule of thumb, of course, given given that logic, Curtis, is never to rely on Microsoft as your as your and Microsoft doesn't actually have a true backup program. We'll we'll look at the O365 world, for example, and and recognize that that really Microsoft doesn't do anything for the customer uh, in terms of a real backup in that. Curtis's space. favorite topic. You know what you just did, right? You just you just went into my stable. You know what's in my stable? Don't know that I want to be in your stable, but you're in my stable, and you found one of my hobby horses. I don't. That doesn't sound like a good place I'm to be. I'm just saying that um, you brought out Office 365, what? and I completely agree with you that they don't have. I, why would there be such an ecosystem of products out there that are trying to solve that particular problem unless the customer base has experienced it? Now I know that there are very few products out there that that do truly back up the, the key relevant data sets in, in O365. That would be SharePoint, OneDrive, and an Exchange. Microsoft claims there's a level of backup there, but if any of my customers out there are listening to this and hearing me, I can tell you that that just ain't sufficient. Yeah, You're not so going to get your resource. Let me just speak. When you say Microsoft claims, I would say some technical account managers claim Microsoft as a website, as an official voice, etc. There's nowhere where Microsoft as a company claims that there is backup for Office 365. And if you doubt me, go look in your service agreement. Yeah, I don't have time to read through <laughs> a thousand page document. Download the thousand pages and search for the word backup. Search for the word restore. Search for any words like that and you won't find them. Because I, I do think they do something. For example, you, they can restore your, and I'm not counting anything that uses the recycle bin. I, that is not backup, right? And, <laughs> or, or versioning, recycle bin or versioning. Anything that uses any of those features, that is not a backup. That is, it's a convenience restore, but it's not a backup because of what? Why, Persona? Three, two, one rule. The three, two, one rule. Exactly. If all the data is still in the same place, it's not a backup. But they do backup OneDrive and they're able to restore your entire OneDrive account to yesterday or, you know, a couple days ago. But they do nothing for email and SharePoint. But whatever they do, there's no service agreement around it. So, so let's go back to what we started talking about. We're back to Microsoft Windows 10 where they disabled the registry bot. This is a built-in part of the product, and they disabled this well-known, well-used feature that people use to bring their Windows systems back to a known good point. And they just disabled it without even telling anybody. And then next to that, we'll put these other services that they do where they back up portions of Office 365 that aren't in your service agreement. Why would anyone trust Microsoft to back up their data 
whether they are or aren't, and they aren't by my definition. If that's a rhetorical question, Curtis, I, I think the answer is um, is completely non-rhetorical, and, and, and the answer is they wouldn't. It is the de facto operating system. My, my personal preference, of course, is the Mac. I use Windows in, in many places, but only out of necessity to certain applications, particularly at work. But I prefer the Mac OS. When I want to do a restore point on a Mac OS, I generate that and I can restore to it very easily. Do you use Time Machine, Matt? I don't. I actually do manual backups from my laptop to my NAS. Time Machine works fine. but I used Time Machine yesterday to migrate my wife's laptop to a different laptop and it was like a glorious experience you just push a button you know back up to a portable hard drive copy you know move the portable hard drive to the other system boot into recovery mode and say restore this image to this laptop done it Mm -hmm. was uh, time machine i've got a lot of complaints about it but there is nothing like it in the windows world not not that Available yeah, and, as part of Windows anyway. Right. And, and and I would take it a step further. I would say that that ecosystem, including the iPhone and the iPad, I've had a phone completely crash on me. And the rebuild process was entirely painless once I you know, did a full restore onto my phone. And this should be table stakes for any manufacturer of operating systems. Yeah, I agree. That's an interesting point that you make, Matt. So the question is, should it be the responsibility of the operating system or the SaaS provider to provide a trustworthy backup system? Or should it not be part? Because that's kind of what you hinted at there. I think that the answer is um, it should be either specifically stated somewhere in, in bold, italicized, underlined, and surrounded by flashing lights text, we do not do this. Or there should be very specific instructions on how they do. Should they use less than, blank, greater than? I'm not sure what that means. My way in audio to reference the old blank HTML code. Yes, exactly. I do. The super annoying <laughs> HTML markup. It was considered like so offensive that no one should use it, but it was there. Curtis, going back to your point, though, if you look, though, Microsoft took an approach where they kind of had something baked in, didn't work that great. They disabled features. Apple has a great built-in solution with Time Machine that people love. Is there a middle ground? I know you're of the opinion that SaaS vendors don't do backup properly because they're not focused on it and therefore don't trust them to protect your data. But if I look at Apple, it's a little different. They actually care. So, Are you saying Microsoft and Salesforce don't care? I'm glad you included Salesforce in that, Curtis. Yeah. Well, so Salesforce, and we already did a podcast on it, but real quick, Salesforce, and, and I, I just wrote a blog post about both of these, but Salesforce had a similar event where about a month ago, they made a mistake. Some of their code made a mistake and accidentally corrupted the user access credentials for thousands of customers, giving all customers all access to all leads and contacts within that customer's account. Ooh, that works nicely. Just awesome in a large sales organization where suddenly all the salespeople could see all the leads. Nothing nothing bad could happen there. There was a similar amazing response in that Salesforce's response to their customers was, yeah, we just screwed up your data. You should go fix it. They didn't put it in those words, but that was their response. <laughs> they wrote a blog post that said, okay, yeah, your, your user access credentials are broken. And so 
either you should use the sandbox copy that hopefully that was recently updated, but hopefully it wasn't too recently updated because if it was too recently updated, it's also corrupted with this problem. Or you should just go manually fix it. They never even mentioned the possibility that they might, someone might have a downloaded backup or a third-party backup. It's like they didn't know it existed. And amazingly, it's like, yeah, we broke your data, you go fix it. I just don't understand how that wasn't yelled from the rafters in the press. Well, it surely it should have received more visibility. When you think about how large that company is and, and how many sales organizations leverage uh, Salesforce as not just CRM, but an entire, almost an entire platform as a service, and the potential security breaches that were created by allowing full access to the entire data set customer by customer, it, it should have been, as you say, shouted from the rafters. 100% of the hoopla that was made was about the outage, right? That because of what happened, they shut off Salesforce. And zero hoopla was made about the point I'm bringing up. Let's go back to that topic, though, about I agree with you that it would be nice. Either one of two things should be the case. Either they should provide a backup that is fully integrated, fully supported, fully documented, and in the SLA, or they should very boldly, using the blink HTML code, <laughs> specify very plainly in the service agreement, backup is your responsibility. Are, are we in agreement there? Yeah. Yeah, we're completely in agreement. And, and I think more towards the point of, of where we started on this podcast, the individual user, the average home user of their single instance of Windows 10 that they you know bought at Best Buy or something, they're not even going to think to know about that. So when I went earlier and said table stakes, there really should be a functionality that is built in that allows a an average user, the opportunity to at boot up, hit F2 or whatever the BIOS setting is, get into safe mode, do a, a restore from a functional restore point. And, and, and it should be part of standard procedure. It should be something that literally everybody should know. But when they unilaterally take it upon themselves to disable a function that actually did work in the past, I think it's really egregious. Agreed. I'm just furious is the word, I, but I, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted. I'm just, I'm literally flabbergasted that Microsoft would do this and, and they're standing by it. They're now offering a registry hack for you to put this back in your system. At least there's a back out. I mean, I can remember years ago as, as a Windows sysadmin, uh, and this was probably NT4 server or Windows 2000 server, where they issued a Windows update, a service pack, and that service pack basically blue screened your server and it was dead in the water. Uh, you know, I don't know how large the population was that was affected by that, but but a very large portion of, of companies without the proper procedures for testing service packs in place were, were down. This was years ago. And, and if you ask me, I think that this is just more of the same. How was Microsoft able to release this without some oversight? How were they able to release that last service pack I mentioned without some oversight, understanding that a very large segment of the population using this product is not only going to encounter problems, but going to be dead in the water. But I have a question. So if this came out last April, how come we only found it now? 
assuming people are testing out before deploying patches, shouldn't they be testing their restore backup sure. and restore flows as well? They should. I have no answer to that question, Prasanna. I have no answer to how it is more than a year later and we're just hearing this. But that is exactly the scenario. They did this in in the 1308 update, and that happened in April of 2018. Yeah, and for corporate users, you're you're right, Prasanna. There is no question. There should be some testing procedure in place uh, that that says, okay, you're going to get a notification. Do not pursue it. I, I, how about how about this, Matt? It, one answer to Prasanna's question might be no major event like you described, Matt happened in the last 14 months that no one's actually restored no their... not no one okay but le- there wasn't a major bad patch that got pushed out in the last 14 months that 90 percent of the population had to back out i'm sure that there were a few people here and there that went in and i don't know the december update for windows was pretty bad as well so yeah i just i i don't know how i don't know how we didn't find out until now but we didn't or even like driver updates right not even microsoft updates but it could be other random drivers that you have on your system again joe average user is not going to know to go in and pursue some random video driver that they just happen to have in their machine that was issued an update and and back it out. It let's assume that that machine is bootable and it's fixable at that point. How is that average user going to know how to fix it? Call tech support. <laughs> call me. That's what my parents do. Well, they call right. me. <laughs> I think we're all in that position. Uh, not that I object to my parents calling me when they need my help. Never, <laughs> never. Uh, I say that you know, with full disclaimer in place. Um, but you know, I I I was thinking also. Curtis, about this uh, this other hack that I that I mentioned to you earlier, um, and that was the the Raspberry Pi device that was sitting on somebody's desk in NASA. In NASA, yeah, yeah, and caused a, a breach of the network because it was an open internet connection with no security involved. And it's not like NASA has any security concerns, but it was a Raspberry Pi, and Raspberry Pi by its nature is open source, um, so. I, I can't blame anybody other than the, the poor schmo that had this on his desk uh, with no knowledge of, of what security actually implies. But I can blame a, an incredibly large corporation like Microsoft for having allowed this to transpire. Does that make sense? I, I think it makes complete sense. And Prasanna, I still have no answer to your question. That's okay. I was just no, curious. I'm curious as well. Like how, how did it get this far without any sort of notification. And I only knew about it because, you know, a guy that I know, Brian Greenberg, by the way, yeah, Matt, you know, Brian, and he, he's always posting stuff and he posted this on Facebook and I read it. Had I not seen that single post, I might not have known about this thing. It is what it is. All I'm saying is, I don't know why anybody would trust Microsoft or Salesforce with their backups because they've shown that they don't understand what backup is or why it's important. Well, I guess the other thing, Curtis, is to, also ask, if they say they're going to do backup, maybe one of the good things to do is actually to try it out and see what it actually does. You know, the standard, make sure your backups work. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, while I completely agree with you, a lot of people don't understand. They would think, for example, using the built-in OneDrive restore my account to the way it looked yesterday feature is testing their backup. Since that's only using the built-in versioning feature, it's not a backup. It's just, I don't know what 
you know, I don't know what to call that, but I don't know how you would restore or how you would test a restore of your Microsoft account. It's a giant pain. That brings up another point, right? And shouldn't there be a way for a user to test a registry backup and restore on their individual workstation? I think personally that, for, you know, because I'm a, a bit like you, Curtis, in, in terms of backup, I'm a belt and suspenders guy. I want to know by testing it that I can restore. And if I can't validate that that backup actually worked with some fallback po possibility, then I don't necessarily feel that anybody's native tool is satisfactory. But again, I'm an enterprise architect. I see the ramifications across large companies when these things fail. And those ramifications are, are as you can see here, huge. I want to know. I want my customers to know. Here's my sort of final statement for the listeners. If you're an Office 365 user and you think that Microsoft is backing you up, what I want you to do is this. I want you to open up an official support ticket with Microsoft and give them the following scenario. Your entire account has been hacked or subject to some sort of cyber attack and has been deleted, what facility do they have for putting that account back? And make sure when you specify that, your entire account, that includes Exchange Online, SharePoint, and OneDrive. And let's see what answer they give. I will tell you, I know the answer that I got, and the answer is we have no ability to restore that data. We can put OneDrive back to the way it looks yesterday, but there's no service agreement around that. So basically, there's no, it's a best effort service and it takes several days, et cetera. But they have nothing for Exchange Online and SharePoint. And how long did you have to go back and forth with support? Before well, you if got I asked answer? it specifically like that, it was pretty straightforward. It was pretty quick, right? So that's why I'm saying make sure to ask, you know, my entire account, including all those things has been subject to a, you know, say I'm asking this as a what, you know, a what if, not a you know, make sure you specify. Yeah, and don't and don't do it just to prove your point. Right. Just <laughs> yeah. Curtis is not responsible yeah. or anyone on this podcast for what happens. I am not saying delete all your data and then ask Microsoft to restore it. No, I am not doing that. Just open up a ticket and ask them what would happen in that scenario. And if it's anything different than what I just said, ask them for that in writing. Ask them to point that out in your service agreement. And also... I would really like to hear from you. At WC Preston is my Twitter handle, and I would love to hear what Microsoft says regarding this scenario. And with that, I'm tired of talking about Microsoft, and we're going to end this podcast. I want to thank uh, Matt. Thank you for coming on this week. You're very welcome, Curtis. Thank you, Matt. It's been awesome. Oh, thanks, Prasanna. I enjoyed it. And thank you, Prasanna, for once again being uh, your lovely co-host. <laughs> The lovely Carol Merrill. I almost said lovely co-host. I did. And thank you for listening. And make sure to click subscribe wherever it is you subscribe to podcasts. And remember, you need to be able to restore it all. There was a file, but I deleted it. Too bad your backup system isn't worth a spit. Finally, I needed your backup. You had a chance to fix it, instead, it's all jacked up. See, I'll, I'll write on Facebook about you. Don't under.
the things that I will do There was a fire but I deleted it Too bad your backup system isn't worth the space Sure.